Hi everyone, welcome to another episode of Reality TV and Me. I'm Kirsty, and today I am joined once again by my gorgeous friend Jessica to cover MAFS New Orleans. Hey Jess. Hey Kirsty, how you doing? Oh look, I'm doing fine. I'm keeping you up way past your bedtime to talk about this absolute shit show because I got the time wrong and look, it's midday for me. I'm just happily cruising along and you're ready for bed. So I'm sorry. No, 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 no. It is Friday night and I am just, um, I am decked out in my cleanest pair of pajamas. (laughs) I have walked the dog and I am doing laundry on this festive Friday night during quarantine. Mm Mm-hmm. Yep, that's pretty much what life is like. You don't realize until you live in your home 24-7 how much time you just spend cleaning. I'm constantly taking out the trash, cleaning the cat litter, and I live in a one-bedroom one apartment, and I feel like I'm literally constantly cleaning. It's ridiculous. It is. I have a relatively small home a couple of bedrooms and a couple of bathrooms. It's upstairs, downstairs, and or split level or two level, whatever you want to call it today. Um, And, you know, other than taking uh, Ollie for a walk or, um, you know, just trying to stay busy, get my daily sun time, trying Mm -hmm. to, you know, stay positive as much. It's, it's daunt. It's overwhelming. It's like, this house is so small and I had to bring my pretty much my entire classroom here to my home to teach remotely last uh, marking period or quarter in the springtime. So my what was cozy is now I, I could compete for an episode of Hoarders right now. <laughs> I might have to call TLC and say, hey, I got one for you. Mm hmm honestly the amount of stuff I've ordered online during lockdown is I mean I'm probably competing for an episode too <laughs> it's bad oh how bad what 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 is the craziest thing you've ordered online oh I bought so there's a brand of a fashion designer here a very expensive Australian designer called Sass and Bide who I love they have really quirky things and they always use sequins and I love them and they're outrageously priced but I bought a pair of jeans and a skirt online at about 2 a.m. when I woke up in the middle of the night to pee and thought, I'll just have a look. And got, an, you know, I get, I'm signed up to this email mailing list. So I always get them sending me things to, saying, buy this. And I'm like, oh, you know what? I will. <laughs> and I'm so susceptible to that shit. And I bought this, I spent a ton of money, but they were on sale. So I justified it to myself. They arrive and they're about four sizes too big for me. Cause I, I have put on some weight. I've got that little ISO weight. And I was like, you know what? I'll just buy a little bit bigger because I'm not going to lie to myself anymore. I've got those ISO pounds. It's okay. And they're so big. And now I'm just looking at, you know, hundreds of dollars worth of beautiful clothes that I can't wear. So, you know, I've got to figure out how to send them back. But honestly, it's just it's just things like don't buy don't buy clothes from a fashion designer at two o'clock in the morning. Just think about your life choices. What am I doing? I know it's almost like they say, okay, how can we bait? How can we bait? How can we draw them Mm -hmm. in? 
the uh, quarantine insomniacs that yep. we know out there. Uh, they have nothing else to do, apparently, but buy our stuff. I don't have this kind of money. Don't tempt me. I will buy it. And then I'll have to survive on dry crackers for a week. I can't live like this. <laughs> telling you, it's, it's, I'm living that life. You know, tuna fish, mm-hmm. saltine crackers. Um, I'm eating like a prisoner. I know. Because you're afraid to, uh, you go grocery shopping and you try to say, okay, this will be like two meals a day type rationale. And you wake (laughs) up the next day and everything's been cooked or eaten. Where does it go? It's like like in the middle of the night, somebody hoards my kitchen. I don't understand. Where does all my food go? (laughs) But let's... uh... Let's get into these couples. Look, I think we'll start with the weddings. So let's start with the first wedding. So we're going back two episodes to Bennett and Amelia's wedding episode three. So that we were left in suspense finding out how they knew each other. And it sort of looked like they were both shell-shocked as she walked down the aisle and whispered to her mum, I've met him before. But all worked out kind of well. For a while, I was thinking, ooh, she seems more into this than him. But I don't know. kind of seems okay. They met at a mutual friend's party. And, I mean, I guess it's just because New Orleans is a, a smaller town, a city. Is that what your sense is? Yes. New Orleans, and I say the locals, the the people who live and breathe and you know, that that is their home. It is a very small population, less than 400,000. And so the single scene is quite uh, the at the... It's slim pickings for a single person in New Orleans. <laughs> and they all... All the couples touched on that. Um, but Bennett and Amelia, I found them just absolutely adorable. So taken with each other. Yeah. And did you not get a little tear in your eye or a little, you know, sentimental twinge when he remembered their conversation? Like they remembered the conversation mm-hmm. they had had when they. And it was some like boring shit about credit cards or something but yeah they both remembered it because it was (laughs) because they'd had a connection and they'd both been attracted to each other he'd had a girlfriend at the time he said so obviously it didn't go anywhere but she definitely wanted it too they were both stoked that they'd ended up with each other my favorite quote of his was i love the way she adorned herself the bird on her head is nuts and any other guy that she would have walked down the aisle to would have been like, who the fuck is this crazy bitch? And he was just like, yes, this is my crazy bitch. <laughs> I, I loved it. <laughs> I loved it. I was like, we knew, even when we saw the matchmaking show, when we were introduced mm-hmm. to them as individuals, we all, I, I'm sure you'd agree, that we knew Amelia and Bennett would be connected. But what I did not anticipate was that they would become my favorite couple. Really? Well, look, I, I love them, but I feel 
I feel like they're going to irritate me. They're going to kind of irk me a little bit. So I'm tentatively holding my breath. But I do, I think they will never irritate each other, which is great because <laughs> they found the right person. Exactly. Um, let me see. Um, at the wedding, I did enjoy, I really did like their um, their vows to each other um, and I liked how they double kissed at the altar when they were pronounced like they went in for the yeah. traditional kiss and then they were like hey I like this yeah and she definitely seems over the moon for him mm-hmm they seem like um that double kiss I was sort of like oh yeah they, they were the most natural in the ceremony I think uh-huh. I agree. And they, um, she just seems to be like my attempt at flirting with somebody is Amelia on her wedding day. <laughs> like that almost goofy happiness. Mm -hmm. Like she's just, oh, she's just tickled pink with this guy. I mean, I, I love it. I, I think it's very cute. And, you know, even when he walks out in his little night nightgown, she, with, <laughs> without a hint of sarcasm, says, well, that's a very nice dress you're wearing. You look wonderful. Without a hint. And he's just like, yeah, look, I'm a carrot. And I'm just like, what is happening? These people are bonkers, but they are so good for each other. I'm, I'm excited to watch this fairy tale unravel. Um, to, I'm, I'm actually annoyed that Bennett got into my wardrobe somehow, <laughs> you know, my work dress from old Navy, because that's exactly what it reminded me of one of those swing dresses that he probably just saw at a thrift store or somehow some way came across it and was like, this would be an excellent night dress and more power to him. Go for it. Cause most men sleep. With what? Just their underwear? I wouldn't know. I've been single five years. Girl, you're asking the wrong person. <laughs> we're both we're both just like spinsters at this stage. <laughs> so the one the one drama that came up between these two was Bennett. Uh, they have kind of differing views on children, which you know I think is very tough considering they're so well matched in every other way, but. Um, ben, it doesn't believe in it's ethical to have children biologically because of the state of the world at the moment and the ever-increasing rising pop population. And look, he's not wrong. It's just so difficult because I know, like, I've got, I don't, I don't want kids, so I don't have that burning desire. I'm just a cold-hearted bitch, but <laughs> it's dead inside. I'll have seven. I'll, I'll have seventy cats in a, the blink of an eye, but not a child. So I don't know what's going on there. It's a, there's something wrong with me. <laughs> Tell. I mean, for me, my children are so spread apart. My oldest is twenty six. My second son is twenty, and my daughter is twelve. And wow. Yeah. So. It's different when you have them spread apart. You can enjoy them as babies. You can kind of um, develop their own personalities and your own relationships with them as they age separately, far apart. And then you have, like, families like the Duggars, 
where they're just having babies back to back to back to back to back to back. And it's just like, am I run? What am I running here? You know, it's, yeah, it's overwhelming. Um, but I do, some of my closest friends are childless. They're mm -hmm. excellent pet moms. They have a, you know, they have all their things in their life. They have career goals. They have everything else. Children will come if, you know, that that's, uh, occurs, but they're not actively pursuing motherhood. And that's fine, too. Yeah. I mean, uh, and for Bennett to say it's unethical to have biological children, considering the state of the world, I, I get what he's saying. Um, it's a strong statement, though, isn't it? And I wasn't, but I wasn't, uh, like, offended or angry or irritated or insulted by this notion that because I gave birth to three human beings that somehow I am contributing to the problem. So um, I admire and respect his position, but I have a feeling they're going to go the distance. She's going to have their baby and maybe they will adopt uh, yeah. some children may and you you can't if you take on everyone else's burdens and and you you're empathetic and you're sympathetic and you want so much to fix everyone else around you that is hurting and people in bad situations you just you just run out so fast it's it's such yeah oh i'm getting overwhelmed just thinking about it so yeah yeah you can't I, save the world no, so. you can't. You can only save the world you're in. That is your world. The part of the world that is your world. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So I think they will struggle uh, with that in the long term. Like they said, they're 16 hours in. It's a big conversation. But if they fall in love, as we hope and suspect they might, you know, they'll, they'll come to that conversation. Our second wedding of the episode is Christina and Henry. Sweet little Henry and our princess bride, Christina, who has been uh, called the poor man's Katy Perry. Oh, I have not heard that, but that is... <laughs> oh, yeah. Look, I have to admit, I added poor man. <laughs> People have been comparing her to Katy Perry online and I thought, yeah, yeah. She, she's cute. She's cute. She ain't Katy Perry. No, 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 she's not. And I'm still mad that they're calling her the Princess Bride. Mm -hmm. She is no buttercup. Look, I kind of get this I picture of her that... She has really severe anxiety and was so nervous on that wedding day when she was kind of acting like a bit of a bitch. Um, I think, yeah, and like even to the producers being like, I don't want to answer any more questions. Let's just go. Let's just go. She stops and takes a selfie. She's kind of, you know, snapping at her mom. But I am like that when I'm really anxious as well. Like I'll just like, oh, oh. like I the, the anger comes out. Like this little snappy kind of adolescent teenager in me comes out, and I think they probably had her waiting there for a really long time. She's got butterflies in her stomach. She just wants to get it over and done with so she can take a breath, and she's like she doesn't really. 
I don't know that she's one of these people that can relax. I think she's very highly strung, but she definitely, once she saw him and they start, she started hearing about his life and his choices at the altar, she calmed down. So I don't know. They're both very, very anxious people. I don't know if they're going to be able to drag. You sort of need somebody to be able to pull you out of your shell and they don't have... They don't seem to have one of those people in this relationship. But what's your take on them? Um, to me, they are the longest, most awkward, cringy <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> wedding ceremony I've ever seen. And Henry, and you know I love my sweet Henry, mm-hmm. but his wedding vows as a poem. Oh, yeah. I, and his dad... The way oh my God, I him. love his dad. His dad is a raging Cajun. The, <laughs> I mean, he is Cajun. He, uh, when he starts talking, <laughs> you you hear the Cajun. Um, but the wedding ceremony, I thought, was at least genuine. But I felt like Christina, when she first steps up to the altar, she kind of gives him the one-eyed up and down like right. like a, a bad tinder date before they yeah. even had their first cocktail um that she i do not think she's into him until she's had a little alcohol and has hung out with his fr- his girlfriends trishelle mm. Oh. oh, look, you know, I have stayed in relationships way past their use by date due to alcohol. So you know what? Maybe, maybe they'll fall in love just based on that. I've had dates longer than, I mean, I'm telling you, alcohol has fueled many of romantic <laughs> notion in my life too. <laughs> but yeah, it was, they were, had this stiffest most awkward ceremony and and also it just hasn't let up like every moment they're on screen it could be it could be 10 seconds and it feels like hours I just whereas watching somebody like um Bennett and Amelia or Woody for example like time you relax you know you're kind of chilled with them watching these two I'm like oh somebody say something and and even I I, I was looking at the TV like, Henry, my sweet Henry, please just try to initiate some kind of conversation, crack a joke. <laughs> well, he did try to crack a joke. He said something about getting to know his family is going to be tough. And she's just silent. And then he goes, that was a joke. <laughs> so deadpan. <laughs> like, oh, no. And she kind of looks at him like humor. I recognize it. Or like data on Star Trek. Like, (laughs) I am not familiar with this notion of humor. God, so bad. So, yeah, I don't know. And she asks him outright if he finds her attractive. It's just a lot. No, and I almost want to, uh, you know, for example, while at the uh, reception, when Henry is talking to her, she suddenly just burst out. Oh, my earrings. I forgot my uh, mom. I forgot <laughs> to put on my earrings. And he was in the middle of a sentence. And, right. and he's just sitting there like, um, okay, I guess I'll shut up now. And she's like, can I wear your earrings now, mom? I mean, just read. And then oh, yeah. 
Oh, it was awful. I was like, okay. Oh, gosh. That's, yeah, that's terrible. She's just kind of like a, a quintessential basic bitch, to be honest. I mean... That's my vibe. That's my vibe of her. There's not too much depth going on. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I hope I'm wrong. I hope I'm wrong. Yeah, I don't know what they were thinking putting these two together except for shock value, not shock value, but, you know, like TV value. That, But this is not entertaining to me to see someone who obviously has some level of anxiety and yeah. is very shy, uncomfortable, being having the spotlight on him. And his dad's, it wasn't a toast, it was a roast of his <laughs> son talking about his grocery shopping and buying toilet paper on his wedding day for a wedding toast was just, oh, uh, I was crazy. I, I just, I, I empathize <laughs> with my sweet Henry and I hope, Maybe once they go out on the honeymoon and start kind of having some fun and it's just the two of them, maybe he is just a very, like a librarian type guy or like an architecture yeah. type guy where, you know, he just wants to sit and read the Sunday paper and sip coffee and walk along the streets, you know, maybe get a dog. Yeah. You sort of make him sound like a, an 80-year-old man that's just, you know, kind of whiling out his, his twilight years, just waiting for the time to go by. And <laughs> that's, that's not necessarily what you want in your husband when you're a 30-year-old woman. But you know what? These two are both as, as tightly wound and anxious as each other. So maybe, just maybe, it could work. Who's to say? But I'm not sure at this stage. Uh, no. Right now, I am not optimistic of their of their success as a a married couple. Um, I do, but I did just, you know, her thing was she just, you know, she kept bragging on herself about how much she has traveled and how her friends are more like her family because she has such a small family. And Henry did echo that where his friends are more like his family too, which I, I can appreciate because my family is many, many States away. My sons are here and my daughter, and that's about it for family. So the friends in my life are my family. They're the people I, you know, do special events and holidays with. So I get that part. And Henry's friends seem to embrace uh, Christina more than Christina's friends seem to embrace Henry. Or did you not pick up on that? I I don't know because I found uh, I found like the fact that Henry's friends are a bunch of girls that he's dated. <laughs> It's just very strange. It's almost like they keep him around as the just-in-case guy. Like, if I'm not married by the time I'm 40, at least I've got him. Like, it's a very odd dynamic. I know. Like, the friends that make that pact, you know, in your 20s where mm -hmm. you say, okay, when, when we turn 30 or 35 or 40, if neither one of us are married or in a relationship, we'll get married. And, right. uh, you know... 
It's almost like that, but the one, uh, not Trishelle, because she's a hot mess. We're not even, she, <laughs> she was on The Real World. She was on whatever other shows, I think The Challenge. So she's been around in the reality world. So I'm not, I'm just sit down, girl. But the other one, Kristen, that said, I'll res I won't respect the marriage. Like, if you want Henry, and this was also, Kristen is also the uh, woman that at the bachelor party, Brett hit on, and she was the one that was like, ew, get away from me, and turned her body away from him, and mm -hmm. she, like, got up and walked away. So she clearly doesn't want someone like Brett and so for her to say, I don't, but she took issue with Brett, you're engaged, you're about to be married and you're hitting on me. But then she flips around and says on Henry's wedding night at his reception, I'm not going to respect the marriage. That's like, okay, yeah. well, who are you? Like, sounds like she's jealous. Maybe she's, maybe she still has a thing for Henry or something. Cause she, she's got a weird kind of like, um, what's the word ownership of of him that's how she kind of comes across it's like mm, yeah anyway let's move on from these two stiff as a boards the thing i like about uh this the u.s version of married at first sight versus australia is is that they do go on the honeymoons together and they do get to have that experience because especially early on it's so awkward getting to know someone where you just don't even know where to start like conversations and stuff and we see that very much in Henry and Christina so if there's a bigger group you can sort of all bounce off each other you can see how they interact with other people and that really helps in getting to know someone and opening those doors so I really like that that they all go on the same honeymoon together and I hope that helps these two come out of their shells a bit did you not cringe a thousand minutes when you watched that egg thing? Oh my God. Yeah, no, that was tough. I have never heard of that in my life. I just mm -mm. wanted, um, but yeah, um, I loved the fact that Woody and Amani went banging on um, Miles oh. and Karen's hotel room the yes. night before they left. I thought that was really fun getting to know the couples already and that they were traveling together. They were on the plane together. They rode the shuttle together. Everybody seems to be very excited about their getaway in Mexico. Um, everyone seems to be liking their spouse. Hopefully we won't have any Brandon type meltdown. Oh God. That was awful. Um, what did you think about Meet the Families for Brunch before they left for Mexico? Um, yeah, I thought, you know, I love Miles. He's my favorite guy at the moment. I love Woody too, but Miles is just this gentle kind of beautiful spirit. Like he fell asleep rubbing at Karen's feet. I mean, where is this man? I think I said it last week. Where is this man? Where is he? Is is does he have like a fifty young fifty ish uncle or cousin that's mm -hmm. looking for, you know, a good woman? Um things don't work out with Karen and he wants to, you know, come to Australia for a hot minute. Look, I'm open. 
We can film 90 Day Beyonce or something. <laughs> Miles is re like husband goals for me. I mean, he mm -hmm. is just the nicest guy, really, truly. I mean, all of the men except Brett, honestly. I like, I know. Ugh. Ugh. But yes, no, I thought they were cute. I thought he won uh, Karen's mama over really, really well. She was impressed. At first, she just would not blink. She would not smile. But he won her over. And and I think, you know, I think it's going to be good. But I don't, I, look, I don't know about Karen. I, I just, I have, like, she's missed reservations. I have reservations about her. And I don't know if it's because... You know, she had this horrible trauma with her last boyfriend, having a child with somebody else. You know, that would uh, make you hold back. But she seems so, so held back. Like, walls are up. She is. I, I, what I appreciate about her, though, is that she is receiving his attention and his genuine care for her you know, rubbing her feet and helping her take the wedding dress off. And he's not being, like, grabby, like he's not trying to make moves on her. He's just being genuine, um, a caring partner. But I think in the next few episodes, we're going to see that it's going to start wearing him out, her lack of response to right. him. Right. Like, not even sex, more like, you won't even hug me. You won't even yeah. kiss me. So she's definitely going to have to, I think it's going to be like one of those moments where she realizes this is a really good man. We are very compatible. We have what it takes to have a very good, productive, healthy relationship. And I really have to just stop being so guarded. It's going to come to that moment. Yeah. Um, Hopefully sooner than later, but I still, I'm still thinking they are going to stay married when this is over. I still believe. I hope so, because I think, you know, if she could, or I get it, like I've been burnt and that's why I've been single so long. I'm not ready to open up my heart. And if somebody that comes across like trustworthy, but then you learn they're young. I mean, I would. I don't know. I would be probably be pretty reserved myself. So we'll just have to see. I I would too. At this late in my life, I am being married twice and divorced twice, and it is a very hard shell to crack mm -hmm. for me right now too. It would, and you know, the longer you go being an independent woman, taking care of yourself, taking care of your house, taking care of your child and your animals and everything else that you have going on in your life, it's going to take a very good, strong man to come in and break that wall down. Exactly. And unfortunately, that just takes time, which is what they don't have at the moment. So... It's tough. All right. And let's go to Armani and Woody then because we just saw them pop in. They are so cute. I'm obsessed with these two. And I look, Woody I knew was, he's, he is the life of the party. Armani originally was Miss Cool, Calm and Collected. But he really does bring her out of the, uh, bring her out of 
Herschel. Yeah, I love them together. I love them together. I love how she is responding to him. Like, mm -hmm. not like um, Tanya and Sinjin, where Sinjin's all excited and she's like, okay, don't get too excited. Like, yeah. going with it and she is right along with him for the ride. And I love that. I love um, when they're opening their little gift box for the honeymoon. She's like, hey, yeah, I'll try anything once. And Woody just kind of smiles sheepishly to the camera. And she's like, don't you be that person. <laughs> and they just giggle. They seem to be having fun with each other and they can both take a joke. And that, like, that humor is going to go far in building a good relationship. I, I agree. I think they have, they probably have the most fun in this. They have respect for mm -hmm. the experiment. And yes. And they are just enjoying each other so much. And um, I hope for them. I, I, I think they're going to make it through the experiment. I do. There's one more couple we have to talk about, don't we? Yes. Yes. Olivia and Brett. God, why? Look, this, they he wasn't so bad this episode or the last couple episodes, but uh, these two, I mean, he seems kind of like he seems obsessed with her. You know, even when he met the in-laws, he's saying, you know, I, I, I can't believe there would be anyone that would be, that any of the other couples would have a better bride than me. Like, he's kind of stoked about her, which is good because she's she deserves that kind of, those accolades because she's such a, she's the happy sunshine person. Um, But she is, she's lovely and she's sweet. So, you know, at first we were kind of holding our breath like, oh, Brett's going to fuck this up. Poor Olivia. And now it's Aww. like, wait a minute, when does it turn? Yeah. Because he, if he was such a jerk at the bachelor party and so awful, and his brothers, when they were met up with Olivia for brunch, I mean, I just, I just don't think he's funny. I, I don't think his, like, I, I, I don't like, people like his brother Steven that's constantly making jokes and at somebody's expense yeah and they say that it's like it's it's sarcasm or it's banter that's the English term they always use but really you're just being nasty and I think I think that's um like I heard on uh, somebody else recapping saying that, you know, that she thinks perhaps he was the butt of the jokes of his brothers getting bullied kind of as he was growing up. So maybe he has this false sense of vibrato that he needs to put on as if he's like the ladies man and he doesn't care. Blah, blah, blah. But I think maybe he's he's maybe just maybe he could be have a little heart heart deep down in there somewhere. <laughs> Maybe, and maybe Olivia, as sweet as she is, maybe she will draw him out of that that way he is with his brothers mm -hmm. and see who he is as a man. Yeah. Like, when he's not with his brothers and he's not trying to bag a babe, you know. Yeah. <laughs> like, we'll, we'll see how this plays out, but... um 
I think Olivia is hoping that Brett will be a little more, and I hate to use this word, but like not physically aggressive, assertive, like affectionately Ooh. assertive. You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. she wants that mm, take, you know, I just want to kiss you. I have this right for you. And she's not getting that because I think he's thinking she's fragile and sweet and she might get upset if he does make that kind of move on her before she right. And that's that is tough to navigate when you've been matched with a stranger and you're attracted to them. So the natural thing is to start, you know, having a how do you say in Australia, a pash? Having a pash. <laughs> pash where you just kiss for a while and just kind of hold each other and just kind of feel each just other. Just make out, yeah. A little bump and grind, yeah. People need to make out more. Like, just enjoy that, that feel that physical yeah. between each other. And I'm not sure... I think all of our couples are physically attracted to each other, but on different levels. Like, Christina and Henry are probably the one couple... Mm. I don't think have even kissed longer than a second, honestly, but everybody else. And who do you think uh, consummated the marriage? I don't think I didn't get a vibe that anybody did. I think, it, I mean, I, I think, you know, the closest that would have come are Amani and Woody, but I still don't think, cause she says she's got that chastity belt on and he's knocking off them, them notches. <laughs> He's like, I don't know what I'm doing to knock off these notches, but they're coming off slowly, so I'm just gonna keep in myself. <laughs> he said, he said, he did something really sweet for her, and then he said something that really impressed her. Oh, the journal, and she was like, Ooh, there goes another notch down off my chastity belt. Yeah. I'm like, Yes, girl. Yes, make him work for it. Exactly. It's so good. I love it. But um, I don't know. I can't remember what the other thing was. Probably just he's just charming. He is, you know. I can understand why he was able to be a little bit of a fuckboy in his time because he just knows what to say. He's Right, and I don't think he's putting on an act no. for Armani. I think he is being, this is who I am. This is Woody. This is exactly. Woody live. And she is loving it. And she is responding so well to him. So I love that. But do you think anybody anybody hooked up? Amelia and Bennett is the only other couple I would think could have. But I didn't get that vibe. I don't know. I would, look, uh, as far as anyone consummating, they all slept in the same bed on their wedding night. And for the love of God, I hope they took a sponge bath at least before getting in the bed with another human being. I mean, <laughs> just that, that, no, oh, girl, no. I mean, we've been single so long. It's like, yeah. We do the sniff test and we're like, yeah, we're good. We're, yeah, let me roll yeah, over yeah. all these covers and take up this whole bed. But, you know, <laughs> but, but I would think Amelia and Bennett probably did um, consummate their mirage they may have a little hanky panky maybe i think so and then i think karen passed out so nothing happened there karen and miles karen was asleep 
she zonked out. She had some kind of cold. Miles gave her like a Ricola before she went to sleep. And um, but Woody and Amani, I think, may have fooled around a little bit, but I don't think I think Amelia and Bennett were the ones that the out of all five couples, they're the ones that will consummate it first. Well, they're very they're very free spirits. You know, what um and I never did catch on to Bennett talking about how he was like a staunch vegetarian until he turned twenty-four. And I forget what he called himself, like in um Econist vegetarian or something like that. Like he only ate um, animals that don't have a central nervous system, so it didn't hurt the animal. What does that include? Because I'm trying to work toward um, a vegan lifestyle, but look, I honestly I get so exhausted. What like once a fortnight or so, I'm like I need to eat an entire cow, which kind of defeats the purpose. So <laughs> medium well, baby, medium well. I need to know. I need to Google these animals that don't feel feelings. Isn't it like a cuttlefish or some shit? <laughs> <laughs> I'll be gnawing on cuttlefish. No, <laughs> um, I want to say he did mention oysters. Um, Ugh, no, thank you. Yeah, no, uh-uh. I grew up on... Uh, the water and clams, lobster, crabs, you know, any type of seafood or shellfish. I can never say that, say that five times fast drunk. Um, (laughs) I just, I can't, I mean, I'll eat just about any of it, but oysters, no thanks. Yeah, I'm the same. I like seafood, but oysters, uh uh-uh, cook it up for me, please. But um, Mexico should be interesting once the tequila... Mm -hmm. And their resort where they're staying. Wow. Definitely a step up from last year with that hot tub and those strange rat crabs in the background. The mildew growing on the tiles mm-hmm. in the mm-hmm. hot tub. That was so just- wrong. I got like tinea just looking at it. Mm-mm. Mm-mm, nope, 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 nope. I'd be like, uh, you know what? I don't need to be in this experiment that much. No, I don't need gonorrhea. I just got pregnant putting my, dipping my toe into the hot tub. No, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, they had, um, Amelia and Bennett's room had the river or a, 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 a pool literally right next to their bathroom, next to their room. So they could jump into the water from their room. Ah, amazing. I want to go there. Me too. Oh my gosh. Well, look, so far we're kind of hopeful. I think it's going to be a good season anyway. We've got enough enough couples that I feel good about and enough that bring the drama. So it's going to be fun. It is. It's going to be a blast and I'm excited for it. And I'm very curious to see how they're going to handle COVID in New Orleans being during mm-hmm. filming. And um. Who do you want to predict will be the first couple to split? Who do you think? Because the previews have alluded to it. I th- I don't think um, Christina and Henry are going to last too long. If it continues being this awkward, 
it's just it's painful at this stage and then henry but 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 then i get confused because henry comes out and says oh look you know i think it's going great and the audience are just like cringe this (laughs) is it is it really Mm -hmm. yeah um uh, my money's on brett because it looks Mm -hmm. like in the preview that she olivia asks him do you think this is all just a damn show type thing like i think brett's gonna once that tequila flows and the party vibe goes and they're in mexico so um I think yeah brett, i think brett's gonna be the first one to be like hey i'm out of here I think alcohol and him don't mix. I think he gets on that like cocky bravado when he drinks as well. And we get more of what we saw at the bachelor party. So you might be onto something there. Mm-hmm. Oh, Jessica, it's going to be tough. Give us your socials. Tell everyone where they can find you. Okay. On Facebook, I am Jessica Ann, A-N-N-E. On Instagram and Twitter, I am at Jersey underscore girl underscore in underscore Bama. Jersey girl in Bama. Amazing. Thank you so much for covering this with me again. It's It's been so much fun, Kirsty. Thank you so much. It's such a pleasure. I love your insights. I love your humor. Guys, you can find me uh, basically search anywhere at Reality TV and me. I'll put it all in the show notes because all of my handles are different. It's just an absolute shit show for me at the moment. But if you go to Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, uh, you'll if you just search at Reality TV and me, I will come up in some form or another. All the links in the show notes, and please leave me a review and a and a five star rating because it really does help uh, other people find find the show. We will talk to you uh, next week or in a fortnight, whenever we can figure out the time difference again and our worlds align. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining me. <laughs> You're welcome. Talk soon. Bye.